We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, welcome to a special announcement here at the Field of 68. We have huge news to announce, a brand new innovative event, a three-team, three-year round robin, and the first of its kind, we are calling it the Field of 68 Tip-Off. This year's event will tip off in Boca Raton and will feature three of the preeminent mid-major programs in the country, FAU, which just went to the Final Four, Charleston, and Liberty. The schedule, November 30th, Liberty versus FAU. December 1st, Liberty versus Charleston. December 2nd, Charleston versus FAU. It will head to Charleston in 2024 and then to Liberty in 2025. All right, let's introduce the key parties in the first field of 68 uh, tip-off. We'll start with the guy who went from anonymous to famous. None other than FAU head coach Dusty May. Next is the person who's been missing me since I left our city in early February. None other than Charleston head coach Pat Kelsey. And the third coach on the call, Liberty's Richie McKay, whose flames have lost a grand total of, uh, I think it's 37 games over the last five years. That's ridiculous. Uh, next up, College of Charleston athletic director Matt Roberts who has spearheaded this event. And finally, we have Field of 68's own Rob Doster. All right, Matt, I'm going to start with you because this was your idea. Why did you decide to put this all together? Well, first of all, Jeff and Rob, thanks for having us on your your podcast and giving us the platform to share our programs with the rest of the country and your followers and also – a way for us to advance our programs competitively. And I think now that we've lived into this new world of, of net and net rankings, and it's become increasingly more obvious that, you know, it's, it's, it's stacked against the mid-majors when it comes to scheduling and all the metrics where Power Six conferences, they can continue to improve their resumes through the course of January and February as they get into the meat of their conference schedule, where as mid-majors like us, we really got to put our work in in advance for the most part um, in, in the early season, November and December. So, you know, from our standpoint, um, you know, I'm fortunate to have a coach like PK who, uh, who shares that mantra of we'll play anybody anywhere, anytime for the most part, it, it works well when we're winning and we go 31 and four, right PK. But, 
to find some other schools that kind of share that same value and, and want to put their programs from mid, take the mid out of mid-major and make a major, major programs. And I think with what we saw Dusty and his program do this past year, being a, a top um, eight seed and advancing to the final four, what Richie's done and his time there at Liberty and what Pat's building here at Charleston, um, it, it gives us that unique opportunity to have a scheduling strategy where we can come together uh, give two of us a neutral site and road um, opportunity against a high quality quad one, quite quad two type opponent. And then hopefully this spurs some other folks to join us around the country and some of our, whether it's peers that we have in the CAA or the ASON or with, uh, you know, the American used to be Conference USA for uh, Dusty going into next year. I think it's just, it's a way for us in the mid-major space to really um, use each other, use our talents, use our investments and give us the platform with a, a, an entity like Field of 68 that maybe when it comes to March and that committee sitting around the room and they're looking at some of us mid-majors compared to maybe a team that's sub 500 in a power six league, that maybe we get the nod for the efforts we're making in the non-conference. All right, Dusty, you went to the final four, you bring everybody back for the most part. Come on, man. Like you don't need games. Do you, why do you need something like this? Well, the obvious reason is, as Matt said, they're, they're quality games on the resume. We're all trying to build an at-large, potential at-large resume. But even for us, as we're still trying to build a program, these two great universities, great names are, are going to come to our play, into our gym and play. And, and as we all know, non-conference uh, home games and neutral side games are, are difficult to come by. So uh, for us, it made sense on a lot of fronts. And, and then also when we're scheduling something like this, we're looking at programs that are going to be good every year. And so we we felt like both uh, both programs are going to be uh, good every single year. So it's not just a, a one year type of deal. So we'll have a, an opportunity in the next three years to build something uh, non conference wise. So it made sense on all fronts. We're we're very very grateful for the work being done behind the scenes by you guys, and also it will generate great buzz in college basketball because this is something that's very that's very rare. Uh, but I do think it will it will catch. Uh, some fire because as we all know the 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 power fives have such an advantage by playing so many home games um and and so this this allows us to to build a resume without hat without having the resources to play as many home games somebody's gonna have to get kelsey a tripod before he talks so he can keep his camera still next time kelsey? yeah so so i have a laptop issue right now coach prosser used to say technology's great until it isn't so i'm here on my phone uh with some big time dudes but no, I, I think uh, Matt and Dusty both said it best. You know, I, I say all the time I have the best AD in the country. And if you listen to his vision uh, for just things like this, but many things, you can see how uh, how how what I said a couple minutes ago is is true. Um, it's a great opportunity. I played against Richie uh, when I was in the Big South with him several years ago and not looking forward to competing against him again because that is a heck of a coach. Uh, to see what Dusty's done this year, taking a team to the Final Four, and to have, you know, three up-and-coming programs come together in a very, very creative entity like this, and to have your backing, Rob's backing, um, I think this is going to be part of the national, uh, you know, the college basketball conversation moving forward. Yeah, Jeff, I'd, I'd echo that, only I've got a little different agenda. I just, I want to go on a walk with you since you did it in our city and in Boca. <laughs> So literally, in order to do it three years from now, we had to sign up for this deal. Um, now, it, uh, it like has been mentioned, and I think the world of Pat Kelsey, uh, how he runs his program and uh, have known Dusty from afar. And 
obviously, uh, I think I speak for everybody in coaching uh, at the NCAA level. Man, what he did and the run that they made was inspiring. So to have a chance to play quality games like this, as it's been mentioned before, it's 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 not uh, common for mid-majors. And once you hit a certain point as a mid-major where you become dangerous to a, a power five uh, and that those calls get fewer and fewer uh, returned. And uh, so I, I think the, the other thing, testing yourself in the non-conference pays huge dividends as, you know, we're moving from the A Sunday Conference USA on July 1. And, and I think the better you can prepare your group for what's always a difficult conference schedule, I think that only adds value to to the equation. Rob, what what is the involvement going to be of Field of 68 in this? And, uh, you know, what what are you looking to try to build in the future with this? Well, we're going to be there for for the entirety of the the three game um, and three day series down in Boca Raton. We're going to do it in 2024. We're going to be there in 2025. We are going to try to shine a spotlight on, on some of the best mid-major teams in college basketball that maybe don't get enough attention from a national perspective. And, you know, we can – we can jump on here on after dark and we can jump on the, you know, you can get on the Goodman and humble podcast and you could sit there and you could talk about how these schools and these programs don't get respected by the net and the tournament selection committee needs to be the, to give them more, you know, pay attention more to, to maybe road wins and whatever it is. But people like us that have the platform that we have also need to, to do our own too, because these are good basketball teams. There's no reason why uh, FAU should have been a nine seed. I think that they proved that, Heading into the tournament, there's no reason that Charleston should have only been a 12 seed. I think Furman, another program kind of in that same level, uh, proved themselves by upsetting Virginia in the first round this year. And I think that giving them more attention, putting them on a pedestal, being able to promote what they do well, let team, uh, let people around the country, fans around the country get a chance to see them and know them and know the names. So it's not just FAU. They know the players on that roster, right? They know the players that made that run to the final four. So um, I think providing the the spotlight that we can is as important as anything. And look, if we're going to sit here and we're going to say that these teams uh, at this level that have that success need more respect, then, you know, we have to go out there and cover them. We have to put in the effort. We have to put in the legwork and we have to treat them the way that we treat some of the programs like Indiana or Purdue for the trips that we made, Jeff. So um, I think, prioritizing that is something that we really look forward to. There's a reason we're called the field of 68, right? We want to cover all of college basketball. We're not just covering the, the, you know, five, six, seven blue bloods there are around the sport. Dusty, what, what type of reception? I know it's a little different now because again, you're not, you're looked at, you're perceived differently by the high majors, but generally when you're calling these guys, what type of reception are you getting from the high majors? Uh, it, it's different every year, Jeff, to be honest. This year has been much better for us because our name is better than what it was. We're, I think even last year, people that, that played against us knew we had a really good team coming back that probably was was better than our record two years ago. So it was extremely difficult last year. So we basically uh, we had our money games done early, and then we just went straight to all the mid-majors that, were, that we expected – or that were predicted to win their league or finish in the top two or three. And we just started with them because we knew scheduling would be difficult for them as well. And this year, though, we've been able to get into several events that we've never been considered for in the past. So scheduling is actually easier now, despite the the, the competition is going to be uh, extremely difficult. But as far as just getting quality games, this has been the easiest been it's, it's been for us uh, because our name now is, is, is much better. All you had to do was get to the final four, huh? 
That's it. That's all it takes. <laughs> so all, all you mid-majors struggling to get games, all you have to do is, is do what Matt did, win 20-plus games in a row or go to the Final Four. That's all it takes. <laughs> hey, Kels, how, how important is it, too, to have this where you know you have two games locked in for not just this year coming up, but for the next two years? Yeah, it's huge because, as you know, uh, scheduling when you have success like Richie has had, like Dusty has had, and you come off a year like we had, uh, a lot of people aren't returning your calls, right? And it gets very difficult. So to know that's locked in for three years is, uh, is, is a huge benefit, that's for sure. Let me tell you guys about our sponsor for today's episode, Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 a few weeks back. When we get in the middle of college hoop season, it can be hard for me to eat and drink as healthy as I probably should be, especially in late February and March when the schedule gets really busy. But I found that I've felt better as I've made AG1 a part of my daily routine. I take AG1 in the afternoons after the coffee is worn off and once the itis post-launch is kind of set in. And what I've found, my energy levels are up. It's improved my digestion. And as a result, I'm not only more efficient and productive in the most important time of the year for me and for the field of 68, but I'm working out more consistently. I just feel better. AG1 is so much more than just a greens powder. It's comprehensive health and the power of habit in one. Covering my nutritional basis for the day literally could not be easier, which is why I trust Athletic Greens. I just mix one small scoop of the AG1 formula with water, and I drink it every single afternoon. Done. Just like that. I also like that it only costs $3 a day. The price is right. If a comprehensive solution is what you need for your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is the answer. They are giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Free! Just go to athleticgreens.com backslash field 68. That's athleticgreens.com backslash field 68. The link is in the description below. Check it out. Support the field of 68 and feel better about yourself. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Richie, what else do you try to do? To, to get these games. I mean, is there anything else from a mid-major standpoint when you guys have been successful like you have been for a while now? I mean, people say, well, play, you know, two-for-ones. What what else can you do? Yeah, Jeff, I think it's really hard. And I, I think you're looking at Pat and Dusty who made it to the NCAA tournament. But we had a – I think Florida Atlantic ended with a 13 net. Uh, Charleston with a 51. We had a 44 net. And we weren't in the conversation. We lost by one point at Kennesaw in our conference championship game and lost to them 13 days earlier in the quote-unquote tiebreaker at their place. 
So, man, it was just tough to swallow that you weren't even, <laughs> we weren't even on bracketology or, and, and most of us listen to field of 68 every night. Uh, we weren't mentioned much. So uh, that's a, a, hopefully a caveat for the future, Jeff, Rob, maybe throw a little bone to some. No, I'm just kidding. But no, I, I think the challenge is, is real. And, and if you play in a one big league, our pursuit is to just do anything we can to be considered as an at-large. And obviously, not only do you have to schedule them, but you have to win or fare well. And, uh, and again, but if you don't have the opportunity, as Matt alluded to, uh, what can you do in January and February if there's no one in your conference that is a top 100 net? It's, it's hard. Matt, is this something that other mid-major programs and there aren't you know again we've got three of the elite ones right here you you've got to be at a certain level to be able to do this and take advantage of it but is this something that other you talk to ad's and there's a need for do you think this kind of catches on a little bit yeah i sure hope so and i think you know richie with ian uh, mccall and uh certainly dusting it with with brian as his boss uh down in florida i, I hope that more ADs support their coaches and don't penalize their coaches when they play a challenging schedule and encourage them to play a challenging schedule. I think it, it only helps you individually as an institution, but it helps you as a conference and it takes the bottom and, and pulls them up. And it, it certainly makes those games as you get into the, the dregs of in uh, the routine of January, February conference schedules that maybe when you do play a road game versus a team that had a challenging non-conference schedule and, and won a, a game or two in the non-conference, that those conference games can in turn help you improve your resume. Uh, so I think it's incumbent upon us to lead and hopefully pull some of our peers along with us uh, to, to do what we can to try to make our situation for our basketball programs that we're all investing so much money in that we get the return on that investment. And I think – having something like this field of 68 tip off event um, hopefully spurns others to do something similar or allows us as institutions to maybe add another one at our place. So maybe we have two or three of these going on throughout the course of the year. And that's something certainly at the college of Charleston we're interested in doing and hopefully it builds and makes to your point earlier, Jeff, you know, scheduling as tough as it is. And when you can get a home and home, or in this case, three guaranteed games over a three-year period, that, that's huge. It takes off a burden of our assistant coaches and our ADs that do the scheduling where you have something locked in and, um, you know, they can focus on, uh, you know, the portal combat and all those other crazy things, NIL and, and other stuff that are thrown at them on a, on a daily and yearly basis. Well, I think we've seen the gap close. I mean, I, I think everybody, it, it's, it's apparent now, right? I mean, obviously I was in Charleston for for six weeks last, you know, a few months ago, I saw you guys, Dusty, at FAU make your run and was at a practice earlier in the year. But the gap has closed to whereas now, again, older teams, uh, you, you've got the extra COVID year, uh, whatever it is, that to me, again, the high majors don't have the same advantages that maybe they once had. Rob, how, how important is it now to being able to kind of, again, highlight programs like this because they're going to be there in March. They're not going to just be there for a Cinderella, you know, a, a one-off or something like that. We've seen these these teams go deeper than ever consistently over the last couple of years. 
Well, I, I've always said that we can sit here and we can talk about the net. We can talk about quad one wins and we could talk about all these different formulas and all these things that factor in to the way that the bracket shakes out, right? At the end of the day, there's still 10 human beings in that room that are making those decisions, right? And there's no way that you can convince me that there aren't some kind of inherent biases in terms of, okay, Duke is this program, so we're going to have to give them the benefit of the doubt, right? Like that just, it's natural when there's people making a decision. If the net was the be all and end all, we wouldn't have any seating issues because you just rank it one, two, three, four are the top four C's, right? So I think that by promoting these programs, by saying like, look, these dudes are really good. It's worth us taking our time to head down to Florida for three days to hang out and watch these games and be there and do pregame shows and just do field six days after dark. Rob, uh, you're pretty, you're pretty pale. So, br- make so sure I, you bring your sunscreen. True, true story. I'll, I'll get real red the first day on the beach, but then by the next right. day, you throw a little aloe on it. I turn to tan, and I'm, I'm good to go. I'll be, I'll be ready. But yeah, like at the end of the day, it's, it's about promoting them and, and making sure that people realize, like, hey, you know what? There, there's really, really good basketball being played. That's not just in the ACC and not just in the Big Twelve. You got to pay attention to these other teams too, because there's a reason why San Diego State and Florida Atlantic were in the Final Four. There's a reason why VCU made their run and George Mason made their run and Loyola Chicago made their run. It's because there's good basketball outside of those Big Six leagues. You know what there is too. Um, I'll say this because again, you guys all know kind of how I grew up in this covering recruiting, and then honestly. I enjoy going to to mid-major games more than I enjoy going to high-major games. I enjoy talking to, you know, Elijah Martin and John L. Davis more than I I enjoy talking to some of these high-major kids because they appreciate it. Dalton Boland, like, man, I could have talked to him all day long. I wanted to go out with him, actually, uh, (laughs) at night, but he wasn't wasn't letting an old man go out with him on, you know, on King Street. That would have hurt his whole vibe. Um, but, but to me, that's the beauty of this too, is, is you guys and what you stand for. And, and it's, there's more of a purity in it, uh, to me, especially now with a lot of these kids getting paid huge NIL. I know you guys are trying to come up with some money for your kids, but they're just more appreciative. Um, again, talking to Elijah and Janelle the other, the other day and, and after you guys were knocked out to watch how they handle themselves, Dusty was amazing. And you just, you want to help kids like that. You want to give back to kids like that because they're so appreciative of the moment and what they got throughout that run. Instead of looking at it as like, why me, right? Why, why us? Why did we just lose the game this way? They flipped it, man. It was just, it was something to watch them on the podium and talk to them afterwards. Yeah, that, that's how they responded all season, Jeff, to, to losses, to, to wins, whatever the case. They're just they're not outcome based. They're very professional in, in their their approach to the day to day grind or whatever you want to call it. So that's just how they were. It wasn't as if they had to, to study or, or premeditate acting that way. That's just they're humble guys. They love to work. They love each other. So it just comes out organically and natural. Hey, does Dalton have one more year of eligibility? Pat or what? Can we yeah, get him we one more on waiver? A, on, on, on April Fool's Day, we put out a, a, a <laughs> social media post of him looking like he was like 107 years old for his 36 <laughs> year of eligibility. But uh, like what Dusty said is very similar to our team. Um, it was a, it was a mature group, an older group of guys that that uh, were very very appreciative for the opportunities they had. I listened to some of Dusty's interviews as he was going on his run. 
And uh, a lot of what he said resonated and reminded me of kind of our team. He just talked about how his team was so focused on excellence in the next thing, whatever that was, whether it was the next film session, the next prep. Uh, he, he said it a second ago, and I think it's brilliant. They weren't outcome based. They were they were focused on being great in the process. And um, that's what we try to focus on here. Well, listen, I would, I would echo that, Jeff. We uh we took a great deal from the Charleston run and the FAU run and we're inspired by it. I'd also say, you know, and I was being a little facetious earlier, like having you and Rob being able field of 68 to promote this. I just think your knowledge, the education that you guys have in this game and, and the different levels, I just think that brings so much awareness and attention that there's other good basketball around the country. And uh, so I, I think that's another caveat for us. And for uh, and I always speak for Rob and Pat that I mean for Dusty and Pat that we we get a chance to be a part of a branding that really you couldn't you couldn't pay enough for. Well, we we have so much passion. Uh, we're looking forward to this uh, again. Getting down there in Boca for the first year of, of the Field of Sixty Eight tip off again, November thirtieth, December first, December second. Uh, everybody plays everybody in this event, Matt. A uh, hell of a job kind of getting this thing uh, off the ground. We really appreciate the, the chance to be a part of it. And again, we're looking forward to the next three years. I've never been to Liberty, so I'm looking forward to 2025 uh, getting there. But uh, And, and we got to decide, Pat and Matt, whether we're going to allow Rob to our city or not in, in a year's <laughs> time. Because I'm not sure I'm ready for Doster to be running up and down King Street we're going to have some some stipulations on this thing. Hey, look, everyone knows I'm the responsible one at the field of 68. So if you survive Charleston, I think I'm going to be okay. Yeah, well, listen, you're paying for the dinners at Halls. That's all I know. You're you're, you're going to you're going to reach into your wallet and pay for the dinners at Halls and some of those other places because man, I spent a ton of money. That first 10 days that we were there in Charleston, every night it was a different spot with my parents, with my daughter Talia and her friend. And at the end of the 10 days, I looked at my wife. I'm like, we can't keep doing this. Like, we're going to have no money left at the end of this thing. Uh, but elite place, elite event. Again, Field of 68 tip-off. Make sure you stay tuned for more information. We're going to have it as we lead up to it. And uh, three of the best programs, three of the best coaches. And, and we are just honored and pleased to be involved. So uh, thanks again, guys. And we'll see you soon. Thank you.